Welcome to episode 157 of Hustle and Pro. I'm your host, Kelly Walker. And today we've got my favorite 11-year-old sports fan here with me, my co-host for this episode, Jack Walker. Welcome back to Hustle and Pro. Hello, thank you for having me. Thanks for coming back. So it's been like a year and a half since I've had you on. You helped me once before and I need your help today. We've been doing a lot of fun baseball things and I wanted to share some of our experiences with our audience. We go to a lot of Rough Riders games and so one of the things that we wanna talk about are some of the funny MILB, the minor league baseball um, teams mascots so i asked jack to make a list of some of the funny ones because he was telling me about these how do you even know about some of these um i don't know because i just look up players and then i just see what teams they're on and they're funny names all right so what do you have on your list so my first one on my list is the seattle mariners high a affiliate and they're called the every aqua socks aqua socks yeah okay everett yeah Huh, never heard of them. Okay, what else? I just thought that was a funny name. Aqua Socks. I, yeah, because when I think of Aqua Socks, I think of like beach shoes, which the, is a weird team. The name. next one is um, the Chicago White Sox um, uh, single A team. They're called the um, Canapolis Cannonballers. Cannonballers. That's a good one. <laughs> I bet their mascot's like an animated cannonball. Yeah, it's like a little guy with a cannonball on his head. And like then that. the third one is the Cleveland Guardians double A team. They call, they're called the uh, Akron Rubber Ducks. Rubber Ducks. Oh, that's funny. The Cleveland who? Cleveland Guardians. I don't know who that is. That's what, uh, it, there used to be the Indians. That's what they're called now. Oh, the Guardians. yeah. They changed oh, gosh, their name. Yes. See, I'm behind. Okay, gosh, it threw me off. That's the first time I've heard somebody say it. Okay, the Rubber Ducks, Rubber Duckies. I would say Rubber Duckies every time. And I like then it. the next one is the Kansas City Royals single A team. They're called the Columbia Fireflies. The Fireflies? Yeah. Well, that's cute. I think of like lightning bugs. That's a good one. And then um, the the next one is the Houston Astros. Their Triple A team. My favorite baseball player of all time is on this team. They're called the Sugarland Space Cowboys. The Space Cowboys. Yes, that's the one that you told me about the other day, and I thought oh, that is a funny name. And so it started this whole conversation. So who's the player you were looking up? Lewis Brinson. And he was here. Yeah, he used to play for the Rough Riders, and then he went um, through the Marlins. Um, like affiliates then he played for the Marlins for a while now he's on the um, he got traded to the Astros and now he's on their triple-a team all right so he could if he's so if he goes up he'll be a on he'll the be Astros. Astro yeah so that's exciting yeah the space Cowboys yeah have you seen their mascot like what is their logo look it's like? like a dude in a astronaut helmet with the cowboy hat astronaut helmet with a cowboy hat yeah that makes sense that's funny okay and that's a good one I like this that one, one Probably my favorite name is the Angels um, AAA team. They're called the Rocket City Trash Pandas. Trash Pandas? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. The Rocket City. Well, what city is it? Does it? Do you know? Uh, it's Los Angeles Angels. That's there. It's their affiliate, but I wonder where they are. The, the what is it called? The Rocket City. Rocket City Trash, trash pandas. pandas. What is a trash panda? I wonder. I'll have to look it up. That's funny. I mean, I guess their I bet their logo is like a mean panda, a fierce panda, yeah, probably. something. That's funny. I like that one. And then Rocket City Trash um, Pandas. Next, we have the Oakland A's um, single A team. I mean, high A team. Sorry, they're called the Lansing Lugnuts. Lugnuts. <laughs> yeah, and their mascot is like a little um, screw. Yeah, that's funny. That doesn't seem very. Um, scary or yeah. like intimidating. Lug nuts. 
lug nuts. <laughs> I like that. And then next one coming in is Miami's um, AAA team. They're called the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Jumbo Shrimp, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. You think Jumbo Shrimp? Yeah, probably because they're Miami's team. Okay, yeah, Jumbo Shrimp. I like that. <laughs> I can picture their logo, like you know the side, like the curved. Yep. Shrimp. It's probably like got a ball or a bat or yeah, a glove I'm or sure a hat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a Basically. shrimp with a hat and a glove and a bat. And a bat. I'll pull some of these and put them on the screen uh, so that we can all see what they are together. Okay, the jumbo shrimp. I like that one. The next one is the Colorado Rockies and they're called the Hartford Yard Goats. It's their double A team. <laughs> Yard Goats. Okay, that's funny because that just makes me think of like goats eating Yeah, grass. and their, their logo is a goat. Just a goat. Just a goat. That's pretty funny. I like yeah. that. Who is that? Uh, the Colorado Rockies Hartford Yard Goats. Hartford, probably like Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah, probably. Yard Goats. That's funny. Okay. Is that your last one? Um, No, I have one more. A couple more? Okay. Um, it is San Diego Padres AAA team, the El Paso Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas. I like that one. Although Chihuahuas, like... Why would they pick the smallest possible <laughs> dog? Like Not they like, had Great Dane, German Shepherd, but they picked Chihuahua. And there's like, you know, there's like football mascots that are like bulldogs. And yeah. Yeah, Great Danes or, I don't know, something mean. I mean, I guess Chihuahuas. I mean, Chihuahuas are mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> mean, but I don't know, something you'd be more like afraid of. But a lot of these minor league teams, they're not obviously meant to make you yeah. like afraid of them. Some of them are just funny. Yeah. Okay, what's next? I was looking through like affiliate team names and I have heard of this um, before. They're called the New Orleans Baby Cakes, but I don't I, I don't think they're a team anymore. Oh, they used to be? Yeah. Well, this last, so one of the things that came out of COVID was a lot of contraction in the MILB, like different divisions. I mean, I think at one point they went there and lost like 30 something teams. They just basically cut a bunch of teams so maybe the baby cakes were yeah and the baby cakes were the marlins triple a team and the jumbo shrimp were the double a team and the jumbo shrimp moved up to triple a oh and yeah they probably when they reorged baby cakes got baby cakes yep. bye-bye oh that's funny that's sad okay well i love that list thank you so hopefully that was entertaining for some of you guys okay there's two more baseball things we want to touch on um one of them is so today we're recording this just before the Major League Baseball All-Star Home Run Derby starts, right? Like an hour before. Because it's Monday, and game is always Tuesday night. Yes. But the night before is Derby. And so when I grew up, Home Run Derbies were a really big deal. Like, slam dunk contest for basketball and Home Run Derbies for baseball. And so I think it's interesting that they're kind of back. Like, I think for a while they weren't as exciting, and they've made some changes and kind of – I don't know, incentivize the players to get back into it. And so I think it's cool to hear from a young baseball fan's perspective. Um, but is this something that, like, you get excited to watch every year? Yeah, I do get excited to watch. Because I like, I like when they just bomb them to the upper seats. Or, and also I like when they just, just totally corkscrew it and it doesn't go anywhere. I like watching all the little um, kids out there trying to feel the balls and catch them and stuff. Um, the whole thing is really exciting, and I like how the players can like have their kids out there with them yeah. um, along the sides. And so they usually do they do different rounds. So there's different player matchups, right? Yeah. So there's, what do you um, like? Tell us so, how it works. And I just want to real quick 
kind of guess of what you're hoping to see tonight or who you're so looking forward is, to seeing tonight? So um, there eight, is eight players in, t- in total thing. They're all seeded um, um, of how many home runs they've hit this season. Four games, number one seed plays eight seed, um, four seed plays five, three plays six, two plays seven. Okay. It's like a normal yep. um, bracket. And then once they once those matches finish, uh, they have two more games as the semifinals. And then whoever wins those plays in the finals to see who wins the entire thing. Okay. Right? Um, and so... So is it timed usually? Like- I'm pretty sure you get three or four minutes. That seems and like a long time. If you hit, if you hit two over like 470 or something, I think you get extra time. Oh yeah, there's usually a, a thing that will trigger an extra 30 seconds or 10 seconds. And then there's usually like a special but, ball. But they change it up. They change it up every time. Yeah. There's like a money ball. Yeah. But also sometimes um, you get outs. Like you have a certain amount of outs. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's three, ten outs, three outs, whatever. Yeah. But and an out is basically you hit it and it's not a home run. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a real out. Just like, yeah. Yes. Okay. So who do you who are you looking forward to seeing tonight, first of all? So um, tonight I'm excited for Corey Seager because he's the Rangers player. Um, he's he's really good. Um, I'm pretty sure he had a streak of like four games in a row with a home run. So That's awesome. I'm excited to watch him. Okay. I might be a little bit of a hometown like like Homer. rooting for my hometown, but I, I think Corey Seager's gonna win the whole thing. Yes, go Rangers, go Corey Seager. He's been like one of our exciting Rangers to have and watch this year. So I'm all for rooting for Corey Seager tonight. Okay, that's a that's a really good transition to our next and last topic. We got to go to a Rangers game yesterday at Globe Life. Our first one. First one there. I can't even believe. So they opened in 2020, which was a really unfortunate time to open a venue uh, where people gather. But um, they opened in March of 2020. Right. So that first season, Rangers fans weren't even in there watching games. They ended up hosting some World Series games later that year. Mm. So some people were even not. They were even in our, our ballpark before local fans were to watch, yeah. like, other teams play. It was Anyways. the National League Championship Series, I think. So, I can't even believe it took the Walker family this long to go out there, but it did. And we had a good excuse. We're celebrating Ryan's birthday. And so, do you even remember that we used to do that in your birthday every year? Yeah, I do. And we you sat do? in the outfield, and it was so sunny and hot every single time. That's right. We sat in right field, and we did the family four-pack where you get like a dog, a drink, your tickets, and maybe a souvenir or something. And yeah, it was hot and sunny, but we didn't mind. We're, we're fine with that. But uh, when that stopped with COVID, we kind of got out of that routine, but now we're back in it. So we were there yesterday at Globe Life Field for the first time. And I wanted to just kind of give our quick review because I can't stop thinking about it. I took tons of pictures. I'll put them up on the screen so that um, you guys can see some of the things we're talking about. But I wanted to tell you all a few of my favorite things and see what you thought also. Um, Okay, well, one thing we both observed during the game was everything sponsored. Yep, there's so many sponsors on every inch of the stadium. Like every panel of the outfield wall, every panel of the like dividers between um like layers and you don't you don't notice it on tv because like they have it on like the the big screen and it, like every inning is dedicated to a different sponsor and ever and like remember there was a sponsor when they pulled the starting pitcher yep um which is kind of creative because we probably both remember what that sponsor was i remember who it was it was a boot company justin boots 
Yeah, because they gave the pitcher the boot. Like, there's so many creative things. There was a sponsor when they cleaned the dirt in between innings. Honda. Honda. So many creative sponsorship opportunities, which I noticed as a marketing person, but um, you noticed it too. It was really interesting. So they got to pay for that big building. Um, and then I'll just say real quick, as far as food, did you, what did you eat? I ate some chicken tenders from this place called uh, Go Deep Fried. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up. They were, they were really good. And good fries. And I was happy that there was a vegan food stand, um, visiting vegan. And so there were like five menu options to choose from. I had the nachos. They were delicious. So highly recommend that, which is exciting for a person like me, that there were actual vegan food options, plant-based food options for me. Um, okay, the air conditioner was obviously a giant thumbs up. I mean, the whole point of the new, the was, new ballpark was at, the air conditioning. At the very beginning of the game, the, um, the announcer guy, Chuck, he said it was 100 and something degrees outside, and the, but in the global field, it was 75. Yep, felt nice. A few times we even kind of felt I felt chilly. Okay, speaking of Chuck Morgan, you just said one of the other ones on my list. I thought that was cool that we were walking around one of the levels and there's this um, like display where there's memorabilia and a lot of cool stuff like from the old, the old ballpark and then the most recent ballpark and then this. But um, it's where the PA announcer, Chuck Morgan, does PA from. But you could go in there and look out on the field and take a picture with him. I thought that was really cool um, because I think that part is really interesting of the broadcast um okay okay there was some cool like artwork and places to take pictures i'll put them on the screen but i got pictures in front of a cool mural that had a lot of famous rangers on it um some like neon signs and like cool things with baseballs and stuff like that so that was fun some fun stuff to look at um do you remember the really interesting chairs we saw yeah it was so weird there was a whole room section i mean row of rocking chairs like wooden rocking chairs. And they weren't just sort of randomly there. Like written on the back was the section number and the seat number. So like you can actually reserve those like seats. Like buy those seats. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was cool. Never seen that before. So very interesting. It was probably sponsored by somebody. We didn't look, <laughs> but I bet it was. Um, okay. So I want to talk about the scoreboard. There were so many things going on. Yeah on the scoreboard that kept us entertained and informed. Um, but like, let's think about some of the things we paid attention to on the scoreboard. Like the exit velocity and the exit angle. Like, we didn't know how they measured that. Like, is there like a chip in the ball or something? Or is there a guy up there who's calculating it? Like, Yeah, every time the ball was hit, it would tell you the angle and exit velocity and distance, Yep. which was interesting because even foul balls, it would tell you the distance. So that was interesting to watch the distance. And then we saw how many home runs over the fence did we see? Pretty sure three or four. Oh, I thought. No, because they, they hit two. They hit two? They hit we two. hit one. Yeah, Do you hit. remember who hit one for the Rangers? Uh, it was um, Marcus Simeon, I think. Yep, Yep. it was Simeon. Um, but it was cool, because then you, you could instantly see the distance of those home runs. And uh, one thing I thought was cool, we're used to seeing radars after pitches are thrown, but what was the other cool piece of information they put up about pitchers? They put the type of pitch they threw. So it would say like an like a 82 mile an hour curveball or something. That was cool. That was interesting because, you know, like looking at it, you can tell oh, that looked off speed or whatever, but it was cool to be able to just glance up there and see why it was off speed or why it, maybe if it curved or whatever. It was just a cool little extra thing to have up there. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I liked that 
it showed like the scoreboard diagram of the last at bat, like when a batter was batting, it would tell you like the score keeping diagram of what they did. So you could just at a glance be like, oh, they, you know, hit a single to this or they scored last time or whatever. They hit a double. Um, I liked that. Did you ever look at that? Yeah, I did. And then it would always tell you what the last at bats yeah, or not the it last would tell at bat. You, it, would, like, it would say like um, whatever single to center or something. Yep. Like, and then the last cool thing I remember paying attention to um, was about the bullpen. Do you remember? It would tell you. Oh, yeah. It would tell you who's warming up in the bullpen, like their ERA, how many uh, wins and losses they have, um, how many innings they've pitched, and what hand they're using. So you don't have to, like, look at the bullpen. It just tells you on the video board that somebody's warming up. Yeah. So it was kind of easy to kind of guess what's about to happen next if they're about to pull a pitcher or I don't know just to see who's coming you could look them up if you wanted see if they're lefty righty whatever so that was kind of fun and different from what we're used to here in Frisco okay then the last thing on my list is they put up a thing on the scoreboard near the end of the game and it was hey anybody any fans can come run the bases so we're like sure sure we do that at, at Frisco but like hey we're here big big stadium like Sure, let's do it. We're not going to leave early. We're going to stick it out. And so typically Ryan and I would just like walk Jack to the state, the section and, you know, maybe we get a picture and we watch him run and we find him later and we move on. Well, that isn't what happened. Tell everybody what we did. So they all led us through like this giant tunnel. There was probably like six levels down, six. It felt like 10 stories yeah. down. Yeah. And it would just keep ramping down. And we, we went under the stadium, like into the tunnel like under the stadium and they let us out onto the field and it wasn't really running the bases because there's a bunch of people out there so we had to like walk around it's walking um, the bases yeah and you, <laughs> you just look up and you can see the entire stadium it's so cool it was really cool that they let us on the field i was surprised i don't know if that happens all the time now we are day before the all-star break so we could have just gotten really lucky and that they were like Hey, let's do it. There was also a little league slug home run yeah, there derby was happening. A little league home run derby, like like regional competition. Or so something. they weren't like shooing people out of the ballpark. So I don't know if it was a combination of all that, but we got lucky and we did it. And so it was really cool just to be down on the field. The outfield surface it's turf was turf. Yeah. The infield was grass. was grass. Yeah, which is funny. I never realized that they do it that way. Um, but it was, it was cool just to be down there and they, you know, took a couple selfies and then chewed us on our way and everybody was really nice and said, thanks for coming. So all in all, we had a great time at Globe Life Field for our first time. We'll definitely be back to enjoy some more summer baseball without being super sweaty and gross. It was nice and pleasant and everything was great. What do you, you give it two thumbs up, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. for sure. Two, two thumbs up for me, for sure. Okay. Well, that was it, Jack. Thank you for coming on here and telling our audience your perspective of some of these cool baseball things going on lately. Yep. Thank you for listening or watching this episode of Hustle and Pro. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Hustle and Pro, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can get notified when the next episode is live. Thanks, we'll see you next time. Bye.